Scripture says in Romans 8.24, please somebody should open Romans 8.24. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? Exactly. So what you're writing down is hope that is not already seen. Write it down. That is a protection for your mind. That is your armor. Write down your armor so that you can put it on. Or else you won't know how to put on your armor for your mind. Write down those things that you can't see. Because if it's seen, it's not hope again. What are you believing for God to do? Dwell on it. It is your right. It is your protection. This is what scripture says. In Psalm 27 verse 13, he said, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David believed, in spite of everything he went through, that he would see God's goodness in the land of the living. Stay optimistic until it happens. Not to minimize anyone's difficulties or experiences, but man, you hear somebody else's story and you're like, uh, I haven't gone through that kind of thing. I wonder what I'll do. This one I'm dealing with is really taking the toll on me. I, I think what you're really saying is we need to believe without doubting. Yes. yes. No doubt in our mind yeah. Yeah. that the Lord provides, that every word he said is true, and no word returns void back to him. Absolutely. And we need to believe. Amen. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Of who our God is. No doubting. Yes. No Ephesians 2.12, I have it. 2.12, yeah. Okay, please. The New King James Version says that at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. That's um, the New King James Version. Wow. Without God, without Christ, without hope. So I want you to see that without Christ which is the hope of your salvation, people who don't have Christ, who don't have the helmet of salvation, are easily prone to hopelessness. To be without God, without Christ, without hope. Understand that even as a born-again child of God, you can actually be without hope. That's scary. Yes. That's why... We have to put it on. I want you to reflect on it. I don't want you to feel like we're just going through this scripture. Personalize it. Are you without hope? Mm. That is a helmet you need to carry. Mm -hmm. Before they had Christ, they were without Christ. They were aliens. They were strangers. They had no hope. And they were without God in the world. They were pitiful. Yes. (laughs) It reminds me of when people that don't know Christ that passes on or the family and it's just like that's hopelessness yes. you never see the people again what a desperate hopeless feeling yes. that you won't see your loved one again mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, that's tough that's why we make it our life's mission yes to see that our loved ones are saved and they see it more in the way we lead our lives Amen. Yeah. We put on all this protection and they see us go through horrible life challenges and the way we handle it, they are like, there's something greater than her. 
that she's in alignment, that she's in alignment with a power greater than usual. Yeah. You know, I think it has to be the hope of God because, you know, you can't really put your hope in man because you, <laughs> you will just be, you know, in a whole another shape, but it has to be the hope of God, the hope of Christ and You're right. what he has for you because man falls all the time. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is why it's helmet of salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's all the gifts and the promises of Jesus Christ, all that comes yeah. with the salvation you have in Christ Jesus. It's a whole package of salvation package, yeah. that you take on and make sure that they are unraveled in the realm of your mind so that when the enemy comes with this through your loved ones, through people, oh, mm-hmm. you're not good enough. Then you mm-hmm. have your helmet on. Amen. You have to keep it on. It's always coming at you. Yes. You know, I talk with people all the time and, you know, somebody tells them something and it really bothers them. At this point in my life and, you know, sometimes when you say these things, you know, I really don't care what anybody says. Uh Amen. We care about one person, right? Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying that out of um, feeling like I've attained anything. I'm saying that because I understand that every negative thing sent at me is not a person. It is from the demonic realm. Amen. Amen. I understand that it is the enemy trying to get at me, and he can't get at me by using a stranger. He He can only get at me through the people Mm. that are closest to me. Yes. And that's what hurts the most. Yes, and that's why I want to transmit this information. Always remember, always remember, so that it doesn't get at you, so that your mind is protected. Yes. Because the enemy is constantly sending all these darts, all these things to our minds. And that's why we talked about businesses, we talked about politicians, we talked about companies and product offering companies and other faiths like Illuminatis and all of these things trying to sell us their own information, trying to push darts into our minds so that we can give room for the enemy to fester in our minds. Yeah, yeah. For their own version of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And they get they get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when we talk about positive or you talk about negative, whatever you're taking in is what you're going to be giving out to other people. So if you're a negative person, then you're going to give negativity to other people. But if you're positive, you're going to be giving, you know, the light of the Lord. You don't want to be negative, not just to only not take it in, but not to give it out. Yes. You know what it it reminds me of? And Charlie Brown, what's the name of the kid that has the dirt that follows him? (laughs) That just came to my mind. You're just walking around with this dirt following you, and it's like, you know, you have no hope. You you have nothing but negative stuff to say. You know, get rid of that dirt. Christ is clean. He's got impurity. He doesn't yes. have that dirt on him, so we need to get rid of the dirt and get rid of the people around us that's trying to put that dirt back on us. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So scripture did say, from when we started this whole topic, that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Oh, we wrestle powers. against principalities and powers and rulers right. Right. in high places. Yeah. 
So it's a constant wrestle. I want to take us back to that. You will always be bombarded by this as long as you are in this world. So let's just be prepared for it and not expect that we're going to be bombarded by all the good things. Thank God we have such a beautiful sisterhood that when, I, when I'm with all of you, I feel so beautiful. Nadia, you are so this. I'm like, God, you know we needed sisters because who else will tell you those things? Oh, That's right. Say it and mean it. Yeah, I mean it. Yes, yes. Mean it. People can hear it all day long, but you know it's fake. But we know in the sisterhood, we're so we're we're like protected, we're guarded here. Yes, it feels, it feels us. Yes, it feels us. It feels us. But imagine right. you don't have that, so you never receive oh that. Gosh, it's only the negative you receive. It only the negative. Yeah. So we are really wrestling. Understand that. You don't even need somebody else to speak to you, your own thoughts. If you know Derek Prince, he's an incredible man of God. He said he suffered with depression. He said that he kept hearing these voices that would tell him. He first said that he is a very gifted speaker. You know, he is very equipped and, you know, just said some really great things about himself. But he said that these voices kept telling him he was never going to make it. Mm. that he was never going to be a successful preacher. Mm. And he said he sunk into depression so deep that no matter what anybody told him, he believed those voices more than what the word of God said until he got the scripture, the garment Mm. of joy for a spirit of heaviness when he saw that the spirit of heaviness was this depression. He had to pull himself out. He -hmm. said he came from a family where... All they did was just be negative. Like you can be negative on top of negative. Even when a good thing happens, you find a twist to make it negative. It's so so draining. It's so draining. Yeah, so even as a preacher, that was what was going on in his mind. And he sunk into depression so bad. And he said that he also saw it with evangelists that he, he encountered because, you know, he interacted with the body of Christ in different places and you know, of different cadre or whatever levels they engage themselves. And he mm-hmm. saw that evangelists were so attacked at the mind because people betray you, people disappoint you, you know, oh. things don't work out the way you plan. And, you know, he saw them sink so deeply into depression. I want to let you know that as people of God, with all these great callings of God on your life, you will be attacked. The enemy doesn't want you to fulfill that call. And I will emphasize, the Lord wants us to be conscious that as his people, Mm -hmm. he has protection for us. Because while I was preparing this, what the Lord kept telling me is that my people have bought into a deception. Evil will come to us, Mm -hmm. but we are called to stand. People run away from God and begin to hate God because they've been lied to. I receive Jesus and everything is perfect. It's a lie. In this realm that we are, is a realm of the earth. We are on assignment to destroy the works of the enemy. The works of the enemy will come at us. They will come at us. So we need this armor. See, we are part of this whole spiritual battle. You know, that gospel that tells you that you can be 
Find once you give your life to Christ. You don't have your armor on. You're not a truthful person. You don't have your belt on. But you expect to win the war. You don't have your helmet on. You love Jesus. You're serving Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nothing says that God is not protecting you. He's protecting you, but you are a powerful being that is called to war against Satan. Yes. You're not supposed to leave it all to God. We have been lied to. We are called to war. So Jesus Christ came and saved us and he gave us a helmet because the battlefield is in our minds. That's why we pull down every stronghold and everything that raises itself against the knowledge, the knowledge of God. So it's a knowledge against knowledge. Everything that raises itself against the knowledge of God. You are fighting against the things that oppose the knowledge of God in your life. When he says you're healed, you continue to decree his word. Even when you feel that pain, even when you don't see it, It's going to change. I don't care if it takes 10 years. 20 years. I mean, if you read Hebrews 11, these people, they believed even when they did not receive the promise. It was not a matter of God. If you don't give me this, I won't serve you. It's a matter of, I know my assignment. I am called to war. And it's not about me getting all the benefits that I want for my flesh. It's about me getting all the spiritual benefits for my spirit life to thrive and be victorious. It was beyond anything physical. Let us seek his kingdom and all things will be added to us. That is the required streamlining it to the helmet. Put on hope. It's your protection. You stand a better chance at winning when you are optimistic. You don't go into a war feeling... Like you've already lost. You don't go in and say that I'm a loser. Look at David and the giant. Yes. He was an underdog. The giant never saw the possibility of this little boy killing him. Nobody, even on David's camp or the enemy's camp, the Philistines just saw him like, you know, who is this one? Like, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Even David's brother was like, what are you doing here? Nobody believed but him. But him. You got to believe who you are in Christ Jesus, regardless of what you have been told by everybody else. We have all the stories of underdogs winning battles where no one expected because these underdogs had the hope of winning. We have movies like Braveheart. These people had a very small army, but they went against this huge army. He was betrayed and all that, but he fought to the death. None of us know when we're going to exit the earth. Mm-hmm. Let us fight to the death. Amen. And nobody should say, Nadia, say fight and let the enemy kill you. That's not what I mean. I mean, mm-hmm. you are in a battle and be conscious that you are the winner, no matter how gigantic the things are that come mm-hmm. against you. You are a winner. Be like David. Look at that giant and say, you come against the armies of Israel. Speak about you. You come against the armies of God. You come against the daughter of God. Call your name. You come against the Nadia of God. And today, you will fall. You will crumble. 
Because he that is with me is greater. Be optimistic. That is your weapon. Be optimistic. You want breakthrough, whatever area, physical, health-wise, financial, be optimistic. Your life is going to be a testimony. Remember that every time you win the battle, you bring God glory. Thank you, Father. There's a lot of rewards to this. We will not fully know on this part of heaven, but we will know. Amen. We will know. So, Father, we just thank you for this teaching on this helmet of salvation. Thank you because you understand that the battlefield is in our minds. And this wrestling that we go into is actually taking place in our minds. None of us are going and using physical swords and bumping fists with the enemy physically. We are warring in the mind. So let this concept of this reality be fully ingrained in us in every waking hour and every sleeping hour that we will understand that not only are we protected by you, we are equipped to fight the battle that is ours to fight. Because we get to wear the crown. We get to get all the goods. We get the rewards. We get the heavenly chair. We get it. It is not for God. God will not wear a crown because he's won a war. We wear this crowns, And when we enter into your kingdom, we cast our crowns before you. Because we've amassed so many of them by taking on our armor. So right now, Lord, no matter what any one of us is going through, no matter how difficult, no matter how hard, no matter how ingrained in the bloodline it has been, Father, strengthen them to wear their helmet of salvation. Let them consciously be optimistic in the place of negativity. Let them consciously strive towards the good in the midst of the bad. Let them rise up when they don't feel like. Let them lift a voice of praise when they don't want to lift a voice. Let them jump up and shout for joy even when sadness is attacking them. Let them understand that they have it all through the shed blood of Jesus. They have it all through the victory of the cross of Jesus. They have it all through the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Let us all understand that even though it might feel like we are alone, we never fight alone. And we do all of this worry through Christ who gives us strength. We are not deceived to Think that this strength comes from us. We are not deceived. We believe in a higher power that is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we give no license to the enemy to assume any position of pride or arrogance of any kind that we win these wars on our own. Yes, we have been equipped so that we can win against the enemy and receive the crown. And Lord, this is a great honor that you are training us not only to war, but to be victors. And as we speak of victors, we thank you for continuous victory 
Yes. And Lord, for every one of my sisters at their jobs, Lord, we speak success and breakthrough, Lord. In their family lives, we speak peace, Lord, healing, restoration, Lord. Lord, in their finances, we speak provision, Lord, that their businesses will prosper and they will get more customers, more orders to be coming to them, Lord. Let, let there be an overflow of orders, Lord, even as a ministry. Let us experience growth, Lord. We see growth, Lord, of lives transformed, growth of people believing in God and experiencing miracles and deliverances, Lord. Even as your daughters, Lord, we stand, decree that our love will increase, Lord, and that the world will know us by our love. We are a people of God. And we have come, we have come with our armor and our helmet fully placed. And we do not give room to it. So I just want us to repeat quickly. I want us to put this armor on. Just say, Father, by faith, I take hold of the helmet of salvation. And I place it upon my mind. I am full of hope. I am optimistic for the future. All the riches in Christ Jesus that have been given to me, I consciously receive them. And I give you thanks because my mind is protected. And the enemy has failed again. I decree that in this battle, I am more than a conqueror. I come out of this battle with more than when I went into it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for all the time. Amen.